Lions, that game was going over, under, every which way. They had one of the great starts I've ever seen from a Lions team on the road. Then they hit the wall. Then Hammer and Hank Hayes are screaming at Brett that the same old Lions are not going to win a game the rest of the year. And then they come back and golf. Made some big throws. Laporta was unbelievable. And the defense, special teams, cross the board, all came up and made plays. And no matter how you want to slice it or dice it, the Lions are 9-3. 12 games in. Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire and the Draft Wire. That you can follow on Facebook, online at Jeff, R-I-S-D-O-N, one of our Lions NFL insiders, is standing by. And wow, what a roller coaster ride yesterday. That was something else. It was uh, it was tough to, to get a grip on it. You know, you get you get that incredible start to the first quarter. They're up twenty one nothing. They haven't even played seven minutes of the game yet, and it's it's celebration time. Maybe it's you know start buying our Super Bowl tickets, let alone playoff tickets. And then the Saints were the better team for the next like forty five minutes, uh, and the Lions fortunately um, calmed them things down and won the last five minutes. Uh, they actually won that fairly convincingly too. But it's left the feeling today of the general sentiment I've gotten in, in interacting with people on social media. And, and uh, I, I went down to the, the gym today and was talking with some folks. And, like, it feels like a loss almost. Um, and it, it's hard to remember that they did, in fact, win the football game. Uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll leave it on this because uh, Dan Campbell just had his press conference. And I thought he said something great. He's like, it was a good win, but it was not good enough. And I'm like, Coach, you nailed it. That is that is the exact way we should all feel about that and i'm glad that he said it um that, that he you know wanted to, to acknowledge and celebrate the victory but also the fact that they've got work to do if they want to win um win more games uh against other division leaders because remember new Orleans did go into that game in fact in first place uh there aren't any more uh but uh, it, it was a good win but it was not good enough and uh that, that's where we're heading into chicago now I think, Campbell, when he says not good enough, is that you're looking where the Lions were at and how they were playing and how they're playing now. And what's interesting, when you take this four-game stretch and you look at L.A. against the Chargers, you look at the Bears where they had the miracle final five minutes, less than five minutes. You look at Thanksgiving Day, you look at the start, and then you look in between, but they bounce back and finish. They're, they were in a position where they could have lost four straight, but instead... Uh, they found a way to go three and one through this, and they're nine and three. And I think after watching the Niners and the Eagles, Niners obviously are the class of the NFC and the best team in the NFL. If I'm the Lions right now, you're hoping the Eagles hit a wall, lose to the Cowboys coming up this week, and the Lions somehow could sneak in uh, to the two seed. That's where I'm at on this team right now. I'm realistic that going through San Francisco is going to be awfully tough, but. If the Lions get to the NFC Championship game, all the pressure is on the Niners. Yeah, and, and I think, and we talked about this a little bit the other day, uh, I think if the Lions get to the NFC Championship game, I think that's a successful season. Obviously, it would be fantastic to keep winning from that, but the fact that they haven't won a postseason game in now 32 years, uh, and they've won one in, what, 61? Uh, that's we got to we got to remember where we're at here. Um, yes, it's great that they could they could potentially do it, and you know it would it would be wonderful to do it. But man, it hasn't been done. Um, let's let's win a division. Let's win the division. We we pretty much got that wrapped up now. 
let's win that first round game. Um, let's get that two or three seed. Um, just one thing quickly on the Eagles. Most fans would probably be shocked to know that the Lions have actually allowed fewer points than the Philadelphia Eagles this year. For all the, the craziness that goes on about Jalen Carter and Darius Slay and all the, the, the tremendous pieces that the Eagles have on defense, they've given up more points than the Lions have. And I think that's, that's one of the things where I think Lions fans have gotten a little too, um, I don't want to say negative, but like, like nervous about like what's going on. Like they're winning these games and you just brought up, they went three and one in games that they could have gone. Oh, and four to me, that says they know how to win these close games. They're they have learned how to turn potential losses into potential wins. That's an important skill. Um, that, that's a loss on a lot of other teams. Uh, look at the chargers as an example. <laughs> the chargering is a word for a reason. I'm pretty darn pleased that they're nine and three and are winning these games that, that other teams lose and that historically they have lost. And I think, you know, again, it, it's, it's, it feels like we're almost like lamenting a win and uh, road wins are never easy. Road wins against first place teams are never easy. And the Lions did that yesterday. Uh, and uh, yeah, again, it wasn't good enough. It was ugly. Um, I, I will admit to panicking a little bit uh, in the middle of the third quarter there when the offense completely went to sleep um, and, and stopped trying. But they got it done. And uh, that's important to remember, too. Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire Draft Wire, one of our Lions NFL insiders joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. I saw the, re- the double reverse to J-Mo and his speed, which only Tyree Kill, I believe, visually looks as fast or faster than J-Mo. Why aren't they using him more in that offense just to keep opposing defensive coordinators and players honest? And that's that's a great question that we need to ask Ben Johnson. We get to talk to him on Thursday, and you can bet he will be asked about it. Uh, and I will actually be there for that press conference, and if nobody else has asked it, I will ask it. Um, even though I don't typically like to ask questions at press conference, because it is something that is it's glaring. You saw yesterday the catch that he made early in the game. He was being held. His defender got flagged for holding, and Jamo still made the catch. Uh, he was open a lot, a lot on drag routes and crossers over the middle, and Goff just wasn't looking at him. And we need to learn if that's a Jared Goff thing, if that's a Ben Johnson thing. If it's a communication issue um, or lack of confidence in, from Goff and, and JMO, and I, uh, by the way, I don't think it's that. I really don't. Uh, I think this is more of Ben Johnson has gotten a little cute lately. Uh, there was a play in the game uh, where they ran a play that was designed to go behind right guard, a uh, running play to David Montgomery, and Panay Sewell's job as the right tackle was to block the defensive end to the outside of left tackle Taylor Decker. That kind of crap doesn't work in the NFL. It's it's great if you can do it when you're you know the better high school team and, and you know have oh man you can't do those sorts of things in the NFL and that keeps happening. Um, ben Johnson, look, he's a phenomenal coordinator. He's doing a great job, but he does have some flaws, and I think his flaws have been exposed in the last couple of weeks. Uh, it's time for him to settle in, and one of the ways that he can settle in a little better and and get us get back in everybody's good graces is uh, use JMO more because uh, it's there, oh. it's there, man, it's yeah. there. Only only Tyreek Hill would even be in the ballpark on uh, raw pure speed in the NFL. Lions, by the way, Jeff. Before I let you go, uh, they're in a position here where they, you know, outside of that trip to the Cowboys, they get at the Bears on Sunday. Then the Broncos six days later on Saturday night. Broncos 
uh, didn't look that good against uh, Houston. And then at the Vikings, at the Cowboys, Vikings at home, there's a realistic shot there that, you know, they could end up as a four-loss team, five at the worst. So we'll see what happens. We'll talk uh, later, Jeff. i got to get to a network, T. Always appreciate your time. My pleasure. Thanks, Huge. All right, Jeff Rizdin from Lions Wire. Follow Lions Wire, Draft Wire.